Assalamu alaikum, everyone. Welcome to Emoja's latest series, Community Voice. Today's show is co-hosted by myself, Fatima Al-Zayed, and Imran Durhamzi. Community Voice talk show incorporates the true essence of the Emoja, which means unity. With so many successful and inspiring youth movements and leaders around us, we'll be learning their stories, struggles, and ideas to reimagine our own daily lives and goals. And remember, as always, you can always ask questions through the Inspire platform, which is available on the Emoja app just before the show. Today, we'll be speaking with Sister Fatima Aziz and Brother Muhammad Al-Samak from Muslim Youth in Motion. This organization was established in 2012 by uh, a group of Vancouver youth. They hold weekly programs and events to serve the Ahlul Bayt and to help the community grow. Uh, MYM hopes to make a positive impact in the community, helping to better the world and society. And you can follow them on Instagram at Muslim Youth in Motion, which is also down there in the ticker. So let's welcome our speakers. Assalamu alaikum. We're so impressed by um, everything that you guys have done because you really took, you know, a community that didn't have access to any uh, any kind of like youth resources or access to the community and really made it into a community. Um, and that's not something easy to do. Um, so can we start with Muhammad? Can you tell us? How it started. Uh, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, Muslim Youth Emotion actually started uh, by, you know, a bunch of youth uh, in the Vancouver Lower Mainland that, uh, you know, wanted to do something positive uh, with their time and really kind of focus, you know, give back to the community, you know, use their time wisely in the service of their religion. Uh, myself included. So we had a couple of leaders that kind of saw that, you know, there was a gap and, you know, there was a lack of youth programs or youth focused, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, you know, activities or services. So we started a, a youthly, you know, a program that, uh, you know, that they started and it just kind of picked up from there. And then uh, we had, you know, like a few different youth organizations and we all got together and we thought, you know, hey, we have limited resources, you know, like, let's just make one group. So we, we eventually made the Muslim Youth in Motion. And, uh, you know, and, and it took off from there, alhamdulillah. And it's been very, it's been very, um, you know, inspiring to be a part of, you know, the youth that are uh, constantly growing and, 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 you know, learning and, and becoming, you know, leaders tomorrow through the Muslim Youth Emotion, it's been it's been really nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if Sister Fatima, you have anything to add. Um, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. No, I'm. I think Hamed uh, covered it. I just wanted to recognize that the land on which I'm joining you all tonight or today is shared traditional territory of the Katsi, Samiamu, and Coast Salish peoples. Um, we're out in Vancouver. I'm in Surrey, so. That's all I wanted to share. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so I guess um, if we want to move on to the next point here, which yeah, is okay. um, Sister Fatima, why did Muslim Youth in Motion start? And I know you were talking about also it was two organizations at first and then merged into mm-hmm. one. So if you want to maybe talk through that as well. 
Yeah, so um, essentially like the Muslim youth of motion is there to um, create this identity and this sense of belonging for the youth. And so, you know, having multiple youth organizations that are basically serving the community in similar capacities didn't sound, make much sense. And so mm-hmm. um, now that we're able to, you know, unify under one umbrella, different um, you know, youth from different backgrounds, different communities that speak different languages, um, ultimately the goal is right to serve our Ahlul Bayt, serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And um, with that in mind, um, you know, being united is, is, I think, the most important part of what we do. And a good um, thing to also bring up is that it started off as an Arab group, right? And then it expanded into every single background possible. So how many uh, cultures and backgrounds do you guys have uh, that join um, and are part of the board members and everything? So initially, there was a you know a group that was kind of um, taken on by the uh, Iraqis. It was an Iraqi mm-hmm. youth kind of led uh, youth organization, and uh, there was another organization um, that was not really you know pertaining to anyone specifically. And uh, so when we merged together, that was like you know okay, hey, we're not going to be to any specific community or culture, all our programs are gonna be in English so we can benefit everyone in the lower mainland. You know, it's not gonna be specific to any language. And uh, now, alhamdulillah, you know, we, we have Iraqi, we have uh, Lebanese, we have uh, Irani, Iranian, we have um, Pakistani, um, Afghan. Um, I'm sure I'm missing someone. Um, you know, we have, we've had converts part of our organization so um uh, alhamdulillah did i miss anyone i pr- i probably did <laughs> but you know it's 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 we want to keep it that way we want to make sure mm-hmm. that you know we're not you know um it's accessible any, yeah accessible to everyone it's in english it's not specific to any culture group or mm-hmm. any language specifically or any sheikh or any sayyid or any... No, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. No specific marja'iyah, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. sayyid, okay. no sheikh, of course not, yeah. And of That's... course we're learning as we go, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. you no, know, sorry, every, go ahead. You know, every step we take, you know, forward, we realize that there might be some things that we need to improve, right? We're never, mm-hmm. we're never going to get to a point where perfection. And so um, I think we'll be talking about this later on in the show, but, you know, um, a big awakening was after the murder of George Floyd that really kind of mm-hmm. opened our eyes and um, allowed us to recognize that we might not be as inclusive as we'd like to think we are. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a work in progress. And alhamdulillah, with the tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we'll, we'll make it, so. And um, going off of that, I know you said one of the services that you've been expanding into more recently is is the mental health program. Um, so, Sister Fatima, I know you sent me some pictures of the, I think you said mental health first aid training. So could you talk a bit more about that? Why is that so important um, to, I guess, uh, provide to your community? Um, and, and just talk about your experience with entering, like pro- beginning to provide those services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the pictures that I sent were specific to our nonviolent communications practices training, and okay. one of the pictures, yeah, and one of the pictures is actually um, part of the mental health first aid training as well. Essentially, mental health first aid is, um, you know, a training similar to what you would do in the regular first aid. You know, how you would be able to, um, uh, you know, if there's an injury, a physical injury, how would you, how you'd be able to, you know, help someone that's suffering with that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so with mental health first aid, it's recognizing 
um, you know, someone who is struggling with anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, self-harm, and mm -hmm. how to go about assisting them um, and then finding resources um, as well. Uh, so I think the picture in the middle, that's the picture for the mental health first aid. Um, we have some members missing, but we were able to train 12 community members um, in two years ago. And last mm -hmm. year as well, we were able to train another 12 members. So um, alhamdulillah, it's been really successful. And we've been just going, you know, like um, we keep going, we keep trying to see what other training we can engage in. Um, the nonviolent communication practices, that was also a training. So the two side ones, I guess, that was training um, where we recognize, you know, what the best practices in communication are. And also, um... I pulled some flyers from your Instagram with some of your latest programs. Um, so if you want to maybe talk us through those a little bit, I noticed <laughs> Heaven's Kitchen is a really uh, interesting name and looks like a very fun program. So, um, you know, whichever ones you want to touch on, it's completely up to you. Sure, I'll, I'll let Hamid uh, do that. Okay. So um, Heaven's, Heaven's Kitchen, um, Actually, you know, last last Ramadan, you know, when mm -hmm. we went online, we thought, you know, we need to have creative ways to kind of connect with the community. And um, this whole idea was born to say, hey, let's like have different community members cook, you know, have a cook off, you know, on on the platform, on an online platform. We kind of get everyone involved. And uh, Alhamdulillah, it was so successful. It was so exciting, you know, to have we, in some cases, there was like no, no, uh, we haven't seen these people in so long since the pandemic. And mm -hmm. then, you know, you see them there and they're in their kitchen and getting, you know, getting messy and with their mm -hmm. kids. And, you know, it's, it was really exciting and um, it kind of grew from there. So this year we actually did the same thing. Okay. Um, uh, but, you know, now we got, we had like a siblings uh, rivalry, not, not siblings, rivalry, <laughs> but like, we had different siblings, you know, battle out against each other. Okay, okay. So some siblings on a team, basically. Yeah, exactly. And then uh -huh. at, the end, uh, at the end of the, uh, you know, we have we have the audience vote on their favorite dish, and you, usually no one can decide. It's like we love them both, and you, know, <laughs> you got friends on this side and friends on this side, and they all, you know, don't want to make you, you know, they all vote for their friends, so. Um, at the end of the day, you know, just having fun and making sure we connect with the community and, and subhanAllah, the youth are, you know, like continue to surprise me, you know, continue to surprise us with what they produce. And I think that's the most, um, the, the, the greatest thing that I'm taking out of, you know, all these programs and just to, to really connect with the youth, make sure that they have a platform, you know, to feel included, to, to have a safe space to, to, um, to present their personalities, you know, and, and to just make sure, and, and okay, so this other program, you know, we talk about identity, what it is to have a Muslim identity and how important and powerful and how much, how comfortable you need to be with your own Muslim identity. And, uh, you know, people love that. And, uh, you know, Sheikh Khalid's been uh, great with that. You know, he grew up in, in Vancouver and now he lives in Nejef and he's constantly there and back. And, you know, he gives that perspective that he grew up from the exact same place that we 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 are, and now he's in Nejef. But you know, he he makes sure that he has that identity, 
that he doesn't lose his, you know, Muslim identity. And it's, it's, it's a lot easier for him, but he, he always says like, um, that, you know, his, the identity, the Muslim identity is the most important thing we need to hold on to. Um, so you guys did so much, um, and you got so much traction, I think during Muharram, uh, before COVID started. So how did you keep your local, um, connections and enthusiasm with the youth during COVID? Um, I think Fatima, if you want to go for that. Yeah. So, um, it was definitely, you know, something that took us by surprise, took everyone by mm -hmm. surprise. Yeah. You're not alone in that. Um, in saying that, you just come to recognize that being amongst your own community is so important. And that sense of connection, like I mentioned before, was just something that we needed to be able to grasp, you know, um, connecting virtually, I think, for the few for the first couple of sessions or programs that we had was like, okay, you know, we can get used to this for like maybe a little while and then mm -hmm. not not recognizing or understanding that this might be the new norm. And so um, one of our um, organizers or committee members, um, she had created the quarantine team. And so it's like this group mm -hmm. of people that were reaching out to youth, you know, giving them phone calls, having that connection, um, you know, having someone call you and, and ask how you're doing in these times is just so special. And it's really important. And a lot of youth opened up, you know, we did recognize that there were um, a lot, you know, lots of struggles out there. And so, um, like you mentioned, we did create this platform, this worldwide platform. Um, and so we, we come to, we came to understand that you know, our local community is also a, is also an aspect of our organization and something that we wanted to um, ensure that we had a grasp on and that we were engaging them, right? Making sure that they're um, coming out to the programs, listening to them, hearing what they have to say. And that's, it's a work in progress. It's something we're always, you know, learning and we're always trying to achieve. And inshallah, you know, we, we can work toward that as well. Inshallah. And um, let's transition a little bit um, into what you to both personally get out of um, Muslim Youth in Motion. So maybe if we start with Brother Muhammad, um, how has MIM shaped your personal identity and I guess um, your path? Because I know you said you've been involved for- A really long time. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I have, you know, SubhanAllah, it's always, I guess, been a part of my life, um, whether it's, you know, uh, before Muslim Youth in Motion, you know, I I, I was involved with, with other groups and um, Muslim Youth in Motion, you know, it, it has really been what kind of shaped my identity. I learned how to become a leader through MYM, uh, through the mentorship of, of the people before me, um, you know, and uh, it, it's really been like a, a journey of, of discovering myself and mm -hmm. I'm, I feel so blessed to have this platform to, to do that, you know, and to, to, to make mistakes and to be given the opportunity to um, um, grow, make mistakes, um, learn from those mistakes, uh, move on. You know, it's been, you know, a lot of times, you know, like uh, if, we, if, we're, if we're part of, you know, let's say, you know, if you have a, like a, a good a good group of friends, you know, they'll mm -hmm. always have your back. If you have a bad group of friends, you know, they'll always put you down or make fun of you or, you know, 
not not support you. So I definitely, you know, put myself, I think, in a in a really good uh, group of people um, that always supported us, that always made sure that um, uh, you know we're 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 given the opportunity to you know we, we have some autonomy empowering us to make decisions on our own. Like I remember I was like a, a, a teenager and, you know, I'd have people like Sheikh Hussain al-Aqbar saying, you know, let's, let's organize a, a youth camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we want you to be a part of it. We want you to be organizing or see how, how would this, you know, what, what do the youth want? And you feel like so empowered that you're going to be part of this process. So alhamdulillah, you know, I always wanted to, I, I guess I'm, I feel very blessed to have the, the opportunity to be part of something that can sustain and um, allow me to work on my religion, allow me to work on my connection with the Ahlul Bayt, alayhum salam. And, um, you know, I think, I think I'm stuck. I think this is <laughs> part of part of the rest of my life and um, and now I look at I look at my daughter and I think man like I want her to be a part of something like this I want her to be a part of the MYM I want her um, to to have an opportunity to be part of something for her community like this as well and Fatima I think I feel like you've lived your life journey through MYM Um, every like little part of your life was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> through that journey. So can you tell us a little bit about that and how it has personally impacted your life? Yeah, absolutely. You're like spot on, you know. Um, I just I just want to give recognition to the leaders that came before me, to the matriarchs in our community. Um, Alwiya Umm Muhammad, who's Brother Muhammad's mom, my mom. Um, you know, there are other women in the community that really in- inspired me. You know, when I see what mm-hmm. they would do in our local Hasaniya. I would be like, I want to be like that. Like, I want to be able to like lead programs and engage our community. And um, they they really, you know, paved that way for us. Samah um, Sheikh Usama Al-Attar also, you know, he he used to go. Actually, I was in um, I went to Simon Fraser University, and he was his he was doing his master's or postdoc. I'm not entirely sure. And I remember he saw me. He's like, you should come out to this youth program we're hosting on Friday. Like, you should really get involved. And I, you know, I give credit to these leaders that came before me that paved the way that allowed me to be able to express myself in a way um, that I have been, you know, in a community that I feel like I belong to, that I feel like I trust. Wearing hijab and, you know, going to school and post-secondary, I, you know, I mean, there were other hijabis for sure. It's just that when you're in a community where you feel safe and you feel that sense of belonging, you really, you know, you really get encouraged those creative juices start flowing, um, your expression, you know, the way you want to express yourself and, and, you know, how it relates to um, your beliefs is so important. And then, um, of course, my I've met my long, like, um, my friends <laughs> in this organization. Um, I met my husband uh, in this organization. Um, I had my I had my two kids during my time um, with the Muslim Youth in Motion. So absolutely, this chapter of my life is, um, is really what's defined me and what's made me the person I am today. And I continue to grow. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I, I share the same thoughts as Muhammad. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not considered a youth anymore, maybe I would say that, but I'll always, you know, MYM will always have a special place in my heart for sure. 
So <laughs> stuck in a good way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have a question that we didn't, I don't think we touched on in the pre-interview, but mm-hmm. I think it's worth asking. Um, what advice do you have? Uh, I guess we can start with Brother Muhammad for this one. Uh, for other communities who maybe they're struggling with a lack of enthusiasm in their youth group um, or they have, you know, a youth group that exists but hasn't really been doing it much since the pandemic they began. they have programs and no one comes or they yeah, try their hardest. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of youth groups mm-hmm. like that, right? I mean, they just can't reach the youth. Mm-hmm. And what, so, like, what advice would you have for them to, I guess, jumpstart their youth group and make mm-hmm. it into a more dynamic organization uh i would say um you know we're one of those groups um it's it's a continuous struggle actually um Mm. we have so many youth that you know i think really need the service but reaching them is always a struggle for for any you and us included i'd say the biggest thing if you if you have that that drive and you really want to create something is just go and do it you know like if it's it's if it's just you by yourself if you have one other person if there's three four of you just it doesn't matter you just go and do it and you don't care about how many people are going to show up you don't worry about um uh what message you know like you don't worry about the numbers you don't worry about what you're going to you know, how, how much impact you're going to have on the community. You have no idea, you know, like we could, we create like the, we, we do it like a reach out or we create a program and a few people show up. We don't know how big that impact is on the, those people's lives. Like uh, just recently we did, we did, um, we did a bit of a, a, an outreach. We created these goodie bags and we delivered them uh, on the Mawlid of uh, Imam Hassan to people's houses. And, you know, the people that delivered them said, man, there's people that haven't seen anyone from the community for months. And they were so happy and they were so grateful and the kids were jumping up and down, you know, <laughs> in their candy bags. Mm-hmm. And, and that, you know, that in itself, like if you could have made that candy bag in your house, and just taking it to someone, and you have no idea the impact that that you would have had. Um, and you know, just don't 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 limit yourself. Don't think that you're you know what you're doing is insignificant. As much as little as you can do, everything has a great impact in the service of of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Thank you for that. I think that that's is so really, beautifully put. Yeah. Good advice. Um, Fatima, do you have anything to add to that, or do you want me? Um, next yeah. question for you. <laughs> sure, <Okay>. go ahead. <laughs> um, so I wanted to know from you, how can the wider co- global community get involved? And how do you go about recruiting volunteers? Because I know that's your responsibility, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so how the wider community can get involved. So I guess globally, um, now that we're more on social media, it's a lot easier to attend our programs, um, to tune in to whatever, you know, it is that we're, we're going going on of course we have our social media handles so on um, at instagram at muslim youth in motion we also have a facebook and we're on twitter we're not so active you know on all of the platforms but definitely if you follow us on instagram then you'll get Mm -hmm. updated with what we're doing um so that's 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 some way to get involved of course um so we have our maharam program that's 
soon to come up. Um, and last year we did reach a wider global community, alhamdulillah, and we hope to continue that. Um, how you can get involved? I mean, you know, there's a number of ways. Um, if you're not directly in Vancouver, um, we're always open to ideas and to topics of discussion that um, our viewers want to hear and speakers perhaps that they want us to host on our platform. Um, of course, um, you know, there, if someone's looking to donate in a financial way, there's also an option for that, um, you know, to sponsor some of our programs to make sure that we're able to do the work that we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's an, you know, our organizations, none of our members are paid. Um, so, you know, this work is and I'm proud of that mm -hmm. and um, I have no regrets. Um, so if, if there is someone that wants to contribute, um, you know, and they're, they're not directly in Vancouver, then that's definitely an option. Um, in terms of our local community, listen, it is, it is definitely a challenge and we're learning, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's, you know, it's trying to engage our community and making sure that the topics we're, discussion, we're discussing and the events that we're hosting are relevant, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, um, when I first started, so like 10 years ago, you know, topics were, you know, because we have our athlete and we have our belief system, you know, we have a number of things that we can discuss, the lives of Ahlul Bayt, for example, right? Mm -hmm. We have these occasions that come up every so often, the wiladats and the wafats. Um, right. But but what we've learned is engaging our community and also mainstream, you know, what's going on around them? Mm -hmm. Because everyone's got a phone, everyone, you know, has their social media platforms, they all know what's happening. And so engaging mm -hmm. our community in that way and being like, you know, this, let's talk about this, let's talk about whatever topic it is, right? Let's see, how does that fit into our belief system? And is it compatible? Is it not compatible? You know, where do you find yourself here? And let's, let's, let's hear from you. Mm -hmm. um, of, of course, we have our elections coming up. So this is a um, plug here <laughs> to try and get anyone <laughs> in the local Vancouver area who's interested to get involved that, you know, your chance is coming out, inshallah. If you are interested, please reach out to an executive. So I'll leave it at that. Yes, thank you. Um, Brother Muhammad, I, I guess we are almost out of time, but I mm -hmm. wanted to ask one more question, which is, um, what is the future looking like for Muslim Youth in Motion? Where are you headed, especially after COVID? Um, man, so the, the future, <laughs> yeah, it's... Sorry, it's, big question. <laughs> of course, of course. You know, um, for me, I would love to have Muslim Youth in Motion be a place where mm -hmm. all Muslim youth, you know, in the lower mainland, um, you know, especially, you know, within the, in the Vancouver area, feel like they have a place to hang out, to meet friends, um, right. you know, a safe place for them to explore their ideas, to strengthen their Muslim identity, to, um, you know, be empowered to, to create things, to create programs, to you know, be creative in that space. And um, that's kind of, I think, the core of what we're trying to achieve. You know, for me, idealistically, you know, we would have a huge, um, I guess, uh, multiplex, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a swimming pool, tennis courts, a, a gymnasium, a theater. Um, you know, we have so much talent in, in our community. And, you know, if we don't harness it, you know, the, the youth always find another place to use their energy, you know, and uh, and I wish they that we could all use it, you know, together in, in, in that safe space. You know, there's a lot of places where uh, the youth can go 
where, you know, I'm sure their parents don't want them to be there or they're not going to be around the right people yeah. that kind of, um, you know, uh, strengthen their Muslim identity. Yeah. If they have that space, I think that that would be so amazing. And it's something that, you know, I'll try, I'll strive to create, I think, my whole life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wish me growing up personally that I had, you know, such a space. Alhamdulillah, I had the Muslim Youth in Motion and I had the mentors and, and the leaders before me that, uh, you know, really gave me that opportunity and gave me that safe space. So I want to provide that, you know, and give back, inshallah. So it would be like this whole um, community center for youth, right? Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. For all the youth, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, both of you, for sharing everything about um, Muslim Youth in Motion. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up the show? Any final thoughts? Yeah, so actually, um, just to, for people who want to join us, we have a couple of programs coming up. Um, tonight, is, we're going to be recon- uh, we're going to be um, doing amal for the first night of Laysa Qat. Um, so we encourage you guys to join us. If you want a link, just go on our um, uh, on our Instagram. Inshallah, you can find that there. We also have um, a few other programs that are taking place. We have um, Ladies Only Quran Circles on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, also, if you'd like to join, um, please check our Instagram. And then, of course, our Monday night evenings with Mahta Sheikh Khalid. So um, those are the things that I wanted to share as well. Okay. I want to say, you know, I'm so grateful and I'm so happy that Emoja reached out to us, actually. Um, I, I don't consider us, you know, like professionals or we kind of know what we're doing. We're actually just <laughs> learning. We're doing our best, you know, to try to navigate this this pandemic, this this world, you know, life in general, like how to be a, a how to create a Muslim identity in the West. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're doing our best, and we're, I, I feel blessed. Actually, I feel very honored um, to be considered, you know, for an interview. Even um, I, I don't think that you know we are at we are giving what what we need to be doing in a, in our community. But the little that we're doing, we thank you for recognizing that. Actually, thank, thank you so you. much for everything that you're doing for your community. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, the impact that you've made on how like the, your community is, is isn't a huge community. So bringing it together is incredible. And being able to reach that many youth within your community is so hard, even within the largest communities, right? Um, and this is what Community Voice is, fo- is, is for. I feel like I've said community a million times, but <laughs> this is what Community Voice is for. It's for groups like you, um, who are smaller, who are working really hard, who are making something out of nothing, you know, basically. Um, so we are grateful to have you um, leading communities and youth and helping out. So um, thank you. No, thank you. And, I, and I'm glad you guys are on the East Coast and we're <laughs> on the West Coast. And we did this, uh, you know, at a decent time sometimes. Yeah. And there's, there's different, uh, there's, it's at a different time during Ramadan. They'd be eating while we're still fasting. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we're still afternoons, so we're good. Yeah, yeah um, So that wraps up this episode of Community Voice, where we heard from the people behind Muslim Youth in Motion. Thank you so much. Um, to hear a replay of this show, you can visit the Umater website under prior talk shows, and you can also subscribe to our iTunes uh, SoundCloud or Spotify profiles. Make sure to join us next week for the You Mentor Talk Show, Emoja Outreach Foundation, uniting and empowering the Shia community.